We the GamerCast is powered by the You, Me, and Capri Patreon. We want to say thank you to some people, starting with our Diamond Executive Producers, Slimer Snarf, Lee Navarro, and Jonathan Brown. Then we have our Platinum Producer, Robbie Bobby Miller. And then to our Gold Level Patrons, like James Johnson, Ryan Turford, Egg Shen, Sony for Life, and Joel Brooks. Thank you everyone for all of your support. me, Sean Capri. Welcome to We The Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday, but patrons get it first. They get it on Fridays. Thank you guys for subscribing, for listening, for telling a friend, telling a mom, and doing all the things, rating us on iTunes, just like, I think, Lord Cognito. Last week, he was the guest, and this week, he's freaking on iTunes. I'm jumping right into this. He left a review that said, inspiring and unique format. He said, Sean is a treasure to the games industry. His positivity, passion, and energy for what he does is absolutely infectious. I'm very lucky to have crossed paths with him. We the GamerCast is such a cool deep dive to learn more about my favorite creators. Iron Lord salute to Lord Capri like the pants. My goodness gracious. What an absolute rock star. I feel... You know, you beat me to it. I feel the exact same way, man. Did we just become best friends? Holy crap. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself because if you're new, here's the deal. Uh Well, I mean, you kind of got a, a bit of it <laughs> right there. If you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games and life and a bunch of stuff. And if you want to be on the show, it's pretty easy. Just tweeted me at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Life continues to go on. We continue to be in, in quarantine. And I hope you guys are doing well. I recently have discovered a new song by an old band that I used to really like. They're from Canada. They're from the East Coast. They're called The Trues. And this this song is called Godspeed Rebel. It's like my favorite it's my favorite thing right now. I, I showed it to Lincoln. He liked it. And that's kind of the coolest thing ever is to show your kid a song that you're just, you're just loving. And I just got a freaking DM from Lord Cognito. Oh my gosh. He, he's, oh my, oh, I hope you, <laughs> should I share this? Hang on. Let me just read this. Um, okay. I think I can share this. This is, I was, I was, I was reaching out to him saying thank you for the iTunes review. I just read it. And I just before I sat down here, so I reached out to him to say thank you. And, uh, that I feel very fortunate to, like, I actually just saw, um, I didn't even read the whole thing. So the fact that he said, I'm lucky to have crossed paths with him. I, I think I said something very similar. <laughs> I'm just lucky that, that we've met, man. Just a, just a wonderful person. So I was reaching out to him and he said, likewise, I'm so proud of the interview. Uh, you do a phenomenal job with the deep cuts and passion. Um, I sent it to my mom and dad. <laughs> Dude, I literally say that at the start of the show. I say, thank you for sharing with your friends with sharing with your mom. It's so, what a great time, man. Thank you. Lord Cognito, if you guys missed it, please go back. Um, this show is just, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. And, uh, you're, like I said, I think I said last week or the week before, the only part that is repetitive is like me screaming, um, me doing the whole, like, the spiel of telling you about what it is, and also me telling you that no two shows are gonna be the same. Uh, last week, totally different with Lord Cognito. This week, Johnny freaking Casino, longtime friend, one of the OGs, one of the first, uh, Johnny, were you, you probably, I could probably look this up. 
But you must have been on like the first 50 episodes of this thing. And by the way, depending on this is maybe pulling the curtain back a little bit for you guys. Uh, there's actually two feeds that run side by side for We the Gamer Cast. And, and some of you may remember when, when I did a bit of a hiatus, I started back with the Gamer Cast. And it was about a year ago, uh, with Ed Placencia, who by the way will be on next week. Anyway, I started, I started fresh. I, did, I didn't want to like, cause I had a finale for We the Gamer Cast. But when I looked at it, and some of you may be on the original feed, like there's a lot of people still um, subscribe to the to the original We the Gamer Cast feed, and on that feed, there's like 197 episodes according to Apple, like whatever podcast.apple.com, which is where I'm kind of scrolling right now to try and slowly but surely find Johnny Casino's name. Um, there's 197 episodes of We the Gamer Cast on there, which means that the 200th episode of whatever combination of these shows the we the gamer cast the gamer cast all the the monthly iteration the weekly iteration all the e3 stuff that we used to do when e3 was a thing uh coming up on freaking 200 episodes of this stuff i'm scrolling down into the 70s and i still don't see johnny casino anywhere you must be in the there you are 67 that's the original time uh johnny casino was on this show that must have been the very first time or were you back again johnny as there it doesn't matter Oh, there he is, 52, John Beeler. Not even, oh, sorry, am I not supposed to say your name? Guys, you are in for a freaking treat. Johnny Casino is the co-host, one of the co-hosts on uh, the Forget Being Cool podcast with Dave Moore. And that is that is a show unlike anything you've ever heard of before. Uh, they don't lean on video games as a crutch, but you'll hear them talk about video games. It's incredible. Um, you definitely, I can't even begin to describe it, uh, but you have to, you have to go, go listen. Subscribe. Forget being cool podcast. Go follow Johnny Casino at Johnny underscore casino. Before we jump into it really quickly, I want to thank Ed Placencia, who again on the show next week just became a patron. Holy crap, dude. You guys are incredible. We are up to 45 patrons at patreon.com slash Yumi Capriso. Ed, thank you for your support. Please enjoy all the extra content, the Pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast, the early access, all the things. Come on into the Discord. There's a, uh, the Discord is free for everybody, but there's a special Patreon exclusive little channel in there. So if you need to escape the Animal Crossing, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Animal Crossing guys. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, Ed, thank you for your support. We're at 45. Let's get a push for 50. Bobby and I don't know what we're going to do at 50, but we'll probably do something special. And, uh, I've been babbling on too much. I can't wait for you guys to see what the hell Johnny Casino and I are about to get up to in this conversation. I hope that it takes you to a special place. I hope it helps you escape. It is absolutely ridiculous and we have a great time with this. So, uh, buckle up and jump on into, uh, Johnny Casino. That's true. Well, that was the female guest, if that narrows it down at least a decent bit. Here we go. Here, here's a good one for you. And I definitely suck. There's, there's something special about my suckiness. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then my absolute favorite. Did you cry like a little bitch? I almost did. I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that one is from. What was I crying about? Do you know where these clips are from? Uh, so most of them, I think, are from We The Gamer Cast. That one, I believe, was from, like... If we ran Nintendo or something like that, because oh Bobby was the one talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would I have been crying about something like Nintendo? I don't... Oh, you know what it was? I totally remember what it was. It was when I first saw um, Link's Awakening at E3. 
Because I oh. really did cry. I cried in front of the <laughs> Nintendo reps. So I was like, I don't know why, but I'm completely overwhelmed by this right now. I totally remember that. Okay, so I got one out of how many was that? Like five or six? Yeah. Uh, oh, th- there was one more. Well, I have to, I'm not going to mess my soundboard right now. But yeah, there's other ones like talking about how you didn't read 100 books. And that always makes me chuckle a little bit. I don't know how Just, to read. I'm not much of a reader. Yeah, well, I mean, just but for that one, you'd be like, what smart person have I had on? It was probably talking to them. And then just associate it with all the smart people you've had on. Dude, oh, my gosh. You actually collected all those onto, like, a, what is your soundboard? Like, what do you even use for that? Uh, so I have this program. I, I need a better one. I've been using it a lot lately, so I probably need to get, like, a quality one. Yeah. Uh, this is Jingle Palette. So it's just a free program that, that you can put on your computer and yeah. it'll play sounds out of it. And how do you pipe it through so that I can hear it? Because that's something I've never figured out. And for all I can sense is like that it's like voice meet or something like that. And there's no, 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 no. that. No, voice meet sounds dirty. Yeah. Um, well, meter, yeah. meter. Like oh, the, yeah, yeah. Voice meter <laughs> sounds voice better meet. than voice meet. Uh, I got to take <laughs> in the expensive. voice meet. Sounds expensive. Uh, so, uh, no, I, I have a soundboard. And so I have my microphone running into the soundboard with like the the fatty round three plug yep. c- cable thing that microphones yeah, it definitely do, doesn't right? have a name like that like a like a, a connecting say, type or something i, I want to say like xlr but i think that's the fancy no cameras. whatever no whatever you said no i think what you said the three prongy thing i think is the yeah is, that's that's what that, you that's go into like an term. audio store and you're like i want the three prongy thing they're like oh got it yeah so so it's got it's got that plugged in there and then so my computer uh has like two like headphone jacks in like the the tower itself and then i have headphone jacks and like different monitors so so i have like you coming out so my skype call comes out uh, of one headphone jack into this mixer Mm -hmm. and my computer goes into a different headphone jack into the mixer yeah and then i can turn different things so that we'll both hear them or things were just i'll hear so like like I, i if i flipped the switch right now you would just like reverb your own voice like into yourself and your head would probably explode please don't do that yeah i might get a nosebleed yeah i don't want to see your head explode i I watched i watched a show recently and that happens in the show and it was kind of a comedy but boy oh it's a classic gag yeah man it's classic (laughs) the old old head exploding yeah exactly (laughs) see but you have too many wires going on around there you got oh it's it's you're not kidding wires there are so many wires around me right now but it's good Here's the thing is like, so one thing, whenever, whenever I'm recording these things and I love having that ability and I don't use it as much as I used to, but like, so when Dave and I record, if I want him to hear what's coming off my computer, this is the only way to do it. Yeah, no doubt. But it's such a key part of your, your whole shtick and everything. Like I'd, I'd always be the one going like, well, you're not gonna be able to hear this. So, uh, I mean, nuts to you, I guess, but that's kind of just where I'm at. I mean, like, 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 um, like on Twitch, it's, it's fine. But for me to like broadcast it through to you, even like on a, on a Skype call is a little bit more complicated. And there's just, I don't have the space and the patience for the wires. I get a little bit frustrated with clutter. So, okay. Anytime it gets messed up, I'm screwed, like absolutely Mm -hmm. screwed. Uh, because something will happen and I can't figure it out and there'll be a sound on one cable and I'm switching cables, trying to find one that doesn't have a, have like this like hum to it. Yep. Uh, but once I get it, the only thing I ever unplug, cause I use two computers. So I use one to talk to like you, like right now you yeah. and I are talking on my, on my desktop. Uh, but my laptop is actually recording this whole conversation as well. Oh my God, it, dude. But see, here's why. Here's why. And I could do it with my desktop. I could just have this whole thing running back into my desktop. I got multiple screens. It'd be fine. Yeah. But my laptop is always with me. Like if I travel 
whatever. So I want to do all my editing of any kind on my mm -hmm. laptop. Therefore, if I'm in bed, if I'm on the couch, I was, I was editing something earlier while my wife was playing something on the TV. I can do that. If I did all my desktop, I'd have to be in here. And I guess that would actually be a good excuse to hide away from my kids. Yeah. Well, I was going to so ask you, how does it how, like how I can't edit in front of anybody? Like there's absolutely no way. Like even when Bobby and I finish up a cup of Joe and we're still chatting, I'm kind of like plugging away, like doing the, the cuts and everything. And I'm, I'm like, I have got to almost like physically put my hand on the, on my headphone to go almost go like, Bobby, I can't listen to you and this at the same time. And I'm trying to like figure out levels and everything like that. And it's very like, you really have to focus, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I certainly couldn't do it like upstairs with the kids around and with Chelsea around, like there's just, there's no multitasking when editing uh, happens for me. It, it depends on how much I edit. So I've gotten to where I edit a lot of things less. Like, so, so apparently I used to go through and listen to the whole thing, cut out stuff. There was always interruptions. There was always something weird that would happen. Yeah. There would always be like that conversation in the middle of the break period, but now it's a bit more raw. Um, so I try to like, clap a bunch of times when there's a spot I need to edit and then look back and find <laughs> the really bumps smart. for it. That's really smart. No, it doesn't work. Like oh, I can no. never find the, the peaks. <laughs> That's, they just look like it could be a laugh or something. It, it like, normally is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so, um, but when I was, when I was doing radio slam, I say, I say when I was doing radio slam, that is not over. It's just been a while. Um, I, I do listen to the entire thing and, and do all that stuff. And when I do that, like I can't, I don't have the TV on. Yeah. I do it. I do it in a secluded place. I have my good headphones on, mm -hmm. you know, um, sometimes I will do it at like 1.7 speed and yeah. be playing a game at the same time, but I'm just kind of like listening for those moments of, of a problem. Right. You right. know, is there so. a point in time when the kids get old enough that like, you can just kind of do your own thing? Like, is that something that I should be like looking forward to? Or is that like total, well, a total myth? I feel like there's dads out there who have kind of like older kids and they're back to gaming like a lot. And I'm not sure if this is a thing in my future or not. So my daughter's 12, and yeah. I haven't seen her since lockdown started. Stop. She's, she's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, only, that's only halfway true. No, my daughter, oh, man. So, okay, she's 12, and yeah. she is in her room a lot. Like, mm -hmm. she'll come down. She'll be social. But sometimes, some days, we have to, like, force it. Yeah. Um, do you have to like trick her just, just kind of like dangle something out of the door and be like and like something on a string <laughs> just yes have her chase it's it down the stairs it's a 20 dollar bill yeah, on like exactly. some fishing wire yeah uh no we have to be like <laughs> on the Camille. floor you just keep reeling it <laughs> <laughs> the, the best part is my daughter is gullible enough that she might actually chase oh it every inch God. of the way you should definitely feel you should have a series of like gopros and everything all the cameras set up so that you just see her just like what is happening here <laughs> oh Okay, I'll do that. that. That sounds great. I have my GoPro. I can set it up at least on like the main upstairs hallway. Oh my god, that would be great. Yeah, because in our minds it, it goes perfectly. Like she'll be genuinely fooled by it, and not just like, well, Dad's got this on a on a fishing wire. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is when she catches it. Now she's got twenty more bucks. It's true. It might probably just rip in half. Uh, or nah, tear of some sort. Yeah, you can just tape it back together. It's. That's I mean, true. it's all it's all funny money. It, That's you know. true. What was I just asking you before that though? You were going to uh, go on to something. Uh, uh, Oh no! You're you're asking about like there's a time when oh, you can yeah, actually yeah, yeah. you know push your kids into the corner and play video games again, right? Right. Uh, so my son, especially during all this that's going on right now, he wants to play games with me a lot. Um, so we'll play Fortnite um, tomorrow, the day after we actually record this. Minecraft Dungeons come out, and I've heard that you've said it's amazing. It is amazing. Uh, and so we are looking forward to that as soon as I get home from work tomorrow. Um, 
I cannot wait to hear what you have to message me as soon as you're done. I can't wait to hear how you guys how you guys do. Is he is he in for anything like that? Like, do you have any indication that he's going to like he, a game like that? It's not like Fortnite at all. So no, no. Well, so he plays a lot of different types of games um, to an extent. I think he's going to love it because it's Fortnite and because it's something he and I can play together. Right. So I think because those two Minecraft? things. Will, yeah, that's what I said. Did I say Fortnite? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I probably did. It's because that's all that kid <laughs> plays. No, it's not all he plays. He plays a lot. He does play a lot of Minecraft still with his mm-hmm. friends online. Uh, plays a lot of Fortnite with me and his friends online. That's when I get to do whatever the hell I want is because yeah. he's up there playing a game with a friend online. Yeah. What do your kids have in their rooms? Like, what do they have? Like, when, when we were kids, I remember my parents saying very specifically, and they held true to this. They're like, you're not having a TV in your room until at least they're done high school. Right? Like, there was no oh, TV. Like, yeah, like, there was nothing. There was a, I mean, we eventually I bought a laptop in college, right? And I still lived at home for a I mean, in, in and out, I was, I was in home for the first year and then I moved out my second year that didn't work out. So I moved back and I was back out again <laughs> by my fourth year. Like it was ridiculous, man. I was back and forth a lot, but my bedroom was like not an awesome place to be. There was a big desk for homework and that was it. I didn't have a TV or nothing. So, I mean, like, so when I was a kid, I had like a, like one of those like small black and white TVs for a while Stop. with like the little, the really? tung, 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 tung. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know where it came from. It was probably... Someone in the family had it, was throwing it out, and it ended up in my room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I was in high school, I bought a TV when I got my my PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Right. I bought a TV with with uh, some money from my from my sweat my sweatshop job I had. Good God. Um, oh, it was it was almost that. But but my kids, so my son has his iPad, mm-hmm. um, and so at night he'll watch that a little before bed, and a lot of times he'll wake up at some ungodly hour like five a.m. and just be watching something or playing Fortnite in his bed on his iPad because yeah. he connects the, the Xbox controller to it. Oh, okay. Um, my daughter doesn't have anything like that except for her phone, which is, I mean, what what else do you need? She can literally spend all day on her phone. Yeah. And with everything going on, she can't go outside and really play with her friends. That's what she does, and mm-hmm. we just have to kind of accept it. Um, we offered her a TV. Yeah. Uh, I had one I was using for a monitor. And I couldn't use it anymore. So we're like, hey, Camille, why don't you put this in your room? We hook something up to it so that you can, you know, watch Netflix or whatever in your room. And she's like, I think it would be be better for for Ryan, which is her little brother. Yeah. And we're like, well, that's extra sweet of you. But no, we're not putting it in his room. That's just dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's crazy, man. Like you just don't even just I mean, you just have the, the screen a couple inches in front of your face and you're you're kind of good. Like I just things change. You know, I would have I would have killed for a TV, you know, and. <laughs> Now it's like, no, thanks. You can give it to somebody else. Like, I don't really, I've got, I got something better. It's probably way more things to do on a phone than on a, just a TV. It just displays things. But, but what she doesn't realize is she gets the shows on the TV and then she can play the games or the TikTok or whatever on her phone at the same time. That's true. That is the thing that I feel like maybe kids don't, these kids these days don't even know. Like you can't really multitask on these phones. You get like one screen at a time and that's it. There's so many times I'd rather be, you know, listening to one thing or watching another or split it into. Maybe this is a thing on, on Android phones that I don't think do, is a thing on, on Apple. Do you think there'll ever be like the DS version of phones where you like you open it up in one side, you can be watching one, like, like a dual screen phone so that picture you can multitask on it? Yeah, hopefully they just get picture in picture like the good oh, old days. Do you realize how difficult it would be to see picture in picture on a cell so phone? Bad. Even the biggest cell phone, it would mm-hmm. still be tiny. Picture in picture at, like was was pretty bad, really. Like it was like even even the good times you had, it was always like hard to set up. and But that was like the TV you were always looking for. You wanted something with picture in picture on it. Yeah, we didn't have that. Or nor did we have cable to like do picture in picture Neither with? Did we? Yeah, we had like I mean, we had the 
until for a long time, like the, 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 we were limited on the number of channels we could get because there was only so many buttons on the actual TV itself. Yeah. Like the, 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 <laughs> yeah. You could flip the channel to what button was on there. It was like there was literally a button for channel 15 up to maybe, I think maybe up to 15 or 16, something like that. Or the oh. dial even before that. Like what, it was ka chunk in the dial you had to like turn it to one thing to be able to activate the dial above it oh my god yeah we are like it's it's i always think about like for for our kids like what are they going to look back to and go like oh my gosh i'm so old i can't believe i had like a like an iphone 3gs or, or th- whatever it was 3GS? i can't believe i had to like hold my phone in my hand and it wasn't implanted in my head like oh how did they do that well i don't remember why i was talking about this recently but i was just talking about like i had an i was listening to music on an ipod um, yeah. I was talking to somebody at work about it. And I'm like, that feels old. Like, like an iPod feels ancient. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I have a few around the house. So I, every once in a while I see it and it doesn't, I think because I still see them every once in a while, it doesn't feel as crazy. Yeah. But yeah, but no one does that you use it? Like, like, like a diet, like with the wheel and everything iPod or an oh, iPod no, touch? No. That's I, what I, I mean. The, I'm talking about the, the wheel and everything, like the original like iPod. Oh yeah. No, I never owned one of those. Oh man. Those I, are... didn't, I didn't get into iPods until... God, I don't know. Way late. Just like I didn't have a, I didn't have a smartphone until like everyone else had them for a few years. What was your first smartphone? What was your first one? I don't know. Some cheap Android because yeah. I'm a cheap bastard and I didn't right. want to pay all the money and I learned my lesson. Yeah. What about your first cell phone? Do you remember your first cell phone? Uh, so my first cell phone, I can picture it. I don't know who it was. It was in 2001. I had just gotten mm-hmm. out of boot camp. Uh, no, no, I'd been out of boot camp uh, for just a little bit. Anyways, I get this phone. Uh, it, it didn't do a whole lot. Um, you could surf with the internet on it though. Yeah. Which was amazing. And I was able to find some really bad pictures to put on my friend's phone. Cause his phone was just like mine. It's a really bad picture to pop up every time his phone rang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the, the first thing I, I remember specifically looking up, uh, like movie times on my, on my first cell phone. Like <laughs> on the first phone thing number for the, that the, back then. Well, yeah, but you, why would you want to call in when you could use the internet and, and people like before an iPhone, like before you had like the actual like nice display, you had yeah. maybe a BlackBerry with not the real internet. It was like the worst version of the internet. It was, you know, basically like if they faxed you the website to your phone, that's basically what you would get. That and you only had like two megs of data Seriously. a month or, or, or you started, you know, paying for it. Mm-hmm. You pretty much and started like- paying for it instantly. Yeah, like data plans were like hardly a thing. And they're yeah. like, wait a minute, we can charge you for voice and data? And you basically just like doubled doubled your monthly cost. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I remember when I had like 15 texts like a month that I could yeah. send. Big time. Like you can count them. 15 texts? Yeah. You can count them. You're like, okay, I've got eight left. I better use yeah. these eight ones wisely. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. I had, an, uh, I had a Nokia. I don't remember what number it was, but it was kind of a, it was a bit of a brick. It wasn't quite like, it was before they got really small. Like, remember when they started yeah. getting like, like, like drug dealer oh, size? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. really, and they kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I and had now a, they're getting bigger and bigger. Well, yeah. Why would you want anything? You know, that's uh, why can't we have that as an option? Would you would you ever trade in like a like a smartphone to go back and just have a simple like okay. like the good old days kind of phone? I've thought about this. Like yeah. I've seriously put thought into like maybe I can just find myself a stupid flip phone. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Here's the problem, and especially with like with the way my work has been over the last seven or so years. I need this to watch TV shows on because yeah. it's too often that I'm in a situation where I'm going to be bored for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, like no, if not you at had all. it, like just imagine your life just for a moment, just like where you're, you you snap your fingers and your phone disappears and your phone from 20 years ago reappears, which is probably 
when you said 2001 I'm like we're there 20 yeah. years ago you got your first cell phone johnny casino Th- thanks for reminding me oh thanks. man i'm reminding and, and, myself and, as well man i'm <laughs> right with you well, on that yeah but also 20 years ago i was in the navy yeah right oh by the way i wish i knew more lyrics to that song yeah i'm glad so I, I'm going to need you. This is completely off topic and all, but in August, August first, okay, I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to call you up, or at least message you, and 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 sh- and I'm going to need some some held being held up in support because August first of this year is when I would have retired from the Navy had I like stuck out the last few years. Okay, and so like this this would be the moment when I could have been like like not worried about anything. So I would have had medical for life and 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 like a pension going and all that stuff. I've never regretted getting out of the military, but when August 1st hits, it's going to oh, be rough. It's all gonna, that's where it all kind of comes down at once. Well, oddly enough, today is Memorial Day as we record this. I was going to ask you about, I don't know if you can talk about the circumstances around your exit. Oh. Is that, is, it, that, is, that, is that a thing you're open about? Oh, it was nothing. Uh, so so basically, I, I was in a situation. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all right. We're celebrating him today. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Uh, <laughs> oh wow okay yep honor and sacrifice oh golly that's dark (laughs) yeah it was oh my god uh so so basically i I was in a situation where uh i was not gonna move up like i i I was i was at at the highest point i could be without having to have people write the right things in my evaluations for me to be able to go any higher like i could do as good as i wanted to or as well as i wanted to or however the proper english is on that I could do as, as as well as possible on the exams, but without the right words being in these evaluations, I was never going to go up. Mm-hmm. And I did not like the people above me in my community, and so I didn't play their games. And so I was ne- it was never going to happen. But yeah. I was high enough. I was high enough up where like you know the whole like shit rolls downhill. Yeah. Well, well, it all landed on my head. Oh, right? Like I, th- that's kind of like the level I was at. Like I was high enough up to take a whole bunch of shit, mm-hmm. but, but not high enough up to really do a lot about it. Yes. Yeah, so you're just, you're just letting it plop on your face. Yeah. It was plopping on my face all over the place. And I mm-hmm. was stressed out and I, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff like that. We basically, my wife and I was just like, well, you know what? Um, my options are going to be, we're going to get out or yeah. I'm going to drive into a tree as fast as I can on the oh, way to wow. work one day and like, hope I get half a day off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll take a little sick leave. Yeah, uh, I figure if I hit a tree hard enough, they'll give me half a day off, and then yeah. uh, and then I can take a breather. But it Holy was, cow. yeah, it was just it was bad. Like it, for how me, how many years in were you? How many years had you been in at that point? Twelve. Twelve years. Yeah, I did twelve years and got out. Like I was over the hump. Oh wow! How many more did you have to go? Like eight. how long have you been out? It 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 would have been it would have been a little under eight years. That yeah, I that's had a to have long done. time. And you're you're staring at eight years. It doesn't matter if you're. 12 years or 15 years in like that's still eight years is a long ass time man it is it is so anyway you started so we podcasting start- and then would you have started podcasting if you didn't get out no no yeah. of course not yeah so look how much life look how much better your life is i trust me i know like i would say that rarely goes a day that i'm just mm-hmm. like i'm just like oh man i really wish i had stayed in no yeah. I, I i know i'm i'm better off for it right yeah uh but when that retirement day comes around I'm going to be like, oh, oh man, this would have been what, the day. Okay, so you kind of briefly talk, like, what would you, what would be coming to you in about on that day? So, like, when you retire from the military, you get your retirement pay for ever, 
right? Yeah. And that's that's all based off of how high you were, how much, you know. Right. How long you're in, all that stuff. Would you actually be able to retire? Like, just eh. stop working? Eh, I mean, it depends on what kind of lifestyle you want to live. Right, right. Most most people don't. If People that would have retired at, like, the uh, pay grade range that I would have been in, most of them don't. Yeah. Uh, they, they do something. But you can do whatever you want. Right. And it doesn't matter. You can go be a door greeter at Walmart. Or I know people that just went and worked at Home Depot because they loved it. And right. Whatever. So they would be collecting still like the retirement like payments or whatever, and so yeah. you'd be able to subsidize it with what other whatever other job you wanted to do. Yeah, whatever else, whatever else you want to do, and then and you that have sounds like kind of nice. The health care for the rest of forever for what free. What would you do? The... What would you do if you were to retire? <sighs> like if you didn't have to, if you didn't care about money, but you so, probably should get yourself out of the house to keep busy. So uh, that's a good question. Now, had, had I. The, the problem is, is my answers would be different now than it would be had I stayed in and then happened, right? Because I've had okay. experiences since then doing yeah. stuff like this. Oh, like yeah, I would man. find a way to tie this into a little bit of money. Yeah. But imagine right? if like you're, you're podcasting. I mean, this is just going to pour salt on the wound. But like imagine it like could you do like could you make a run for podcasting and streaming and stuff if it was like subsidized by like military pension? Uh, I mean, maybe I'd probably want to do something else too at first. Cause it's, yeah, it, it would also depend on if my wife's working. Right. So if my wife was working full time, mm-hmm. uh, cause she's a teacher, she's not working full time now cause we recently moved. And so she's got to like, you know, find the openings again. Yeah. Um, but if she was working full time and then I had my pension, I wouldn't have to do anything else. Yeah. I didn't want to. I mean, I probably would, but I wouldn't have to. You'd feel so guilty, like not doing anything like that's, I feel like there there's, you don't think so? No. Okay. Make a face. Look, look, you take your turns, right? Yeah. I support you for 20 years. Then you yeah, support me for the rest enough. of my life. True enough. Right? The rest for, uh, forever. Yeah, totally. For, forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. You gave, well, truly, like those are, those were better years. Like we can all look back at 20 years ago, like those are probably better years or more energetic years. Yeah. Right? It's sort of like the, um, well, hmm. Would you rather be working as an old person? Like if, what if retirement was flipped? Like, okay. I've heard this is sort of like an idea where like, like, okay, well, I mean, I don't really want to do anything when I'm older anyways. Like, okay, I might as well just work. But when you're younger, like when you're in your 20s and 30s, like, I want to just play video games all day. Maybe I'll just at a certain point grow out of that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know where you land on that. Here's where the big flaw in your, in, in your, in your, in your story is. For the record, I don't, I don't really lock in on this concept. No, 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 no. I just thought we'd explore it a little bit. But I watch a lot of TV shows, right? And so I know how this would I know how this would be. So here's the way this would go down. You'd come out of college or whatever. Or maybe college would come later. I don't know. Right. Maybe right. Be right, after, right after high school, you have 30 years where you do nothing. Yeah. And then you have to work for the next 50 <laughs> years. Slammed into the workforce. Right? <laughs> yeah. But here's the problem is when that time comes, you need money. Yeah. So at that point, you're going to be working off your retirement before you start working. Right. So you're going to have to basically lock yourself into a future job yeah. at that point when you're 18 years old. And you're going to be sitting there going, man, I want to have a good time for these few years. So I'm yeah. going to take whatever pays the most. And then next thing you know, you're basically going to be slave labor whenever you do get back in the workforce. Because it doesn't matter if you wanted to do that job where you scoop elephant dung at the circus for your, your bucks. That's what you signed up for 30 years ago. So oh, now that's what no. you're stuck doing. Yeah, no, I don't like that. I don't like the sounds of that at all. It, and then, and then the bosses are all going to have like cattle prods to keep people to working. Because at this point, you've already had your retirement time. You got. You know, what's your motivation to keep working? Who's in, who's in charge if nobody is working right until they're whatever fifty five or sixty years old? Who's the boss? 
So here's the there's all these people out there that like this just have that drive. <laughs> there's people out there that just have that drive, right, to be the one in charge. That's yeah. just gonna be those people. Sure. They just they want it more. They want it more. They need to feel important. Mm. So therefore they're just gonna be like, I'm in charge of you. Like, dude, we've both already been retired. Come on now, just relax. Okay, so back into back into reality. Um so <laughs> Do you think like I feel like maybe ten ten years ago, or maybe at some certain point in my younger years, I would have thought I cannot wait for retirement um, so that I can just stop working, I can do whatever I want all the time, and just kind of like live off my pension or whatever it is, and that sounds amazing. But what I'm hearing from from you, and that is probably very real for a lot of people who end up retiring, even if they retire like sixty years old or something like that, still very capable and everything, is that they still want to work. And I, I just don't know if I'm going to get there. You know what I mean? So, so if the, the moment that I can retire yeah. and, and be, and be financially set, yeah. right. Or financially sound, however you want to say it, right. The moment I can do that and not work, work, that will be the day I retire. Like the, like I, really I, retire, I, you're not I, doing part-time jobs. You're not no, volunteering no, 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 or no, anything. I, only this only if it's something i want to do right like i might do something that makes money but i'll be doing it because i want to do that thing yeah yeah right like i'd probably go back to like future shop or like a best buy like i'd sell i'd sell like home theaters again although now it might be totally different than it was 15 years ago when that was actually a thing and think 15 20 years in the future too right yeah because you're not retiring anytime soon no probably not no not if um today is any indication of that what happened today? Oh, nothing. Just like the kids went out to like a dinosaur land and they had an awesome time. And it's just oh. like coming back with like bags full of goodies and stuff. So, you know, I, just kids. I, I might have seen gas pictures and of everything. That. It was amazing. Like I was, I was very, you know, I was just not jealous. I'm dancing around the word like jealous, but just like they looked like they had an amazing time. And I love dinosaurs. And this reminds me, you know, because we were talking about it. Um, I wanted to ask you, <laughs> I'm like, I got to remember to ask Johnny, what's your favorite dinosaur? <sighs> I don't know if I have one. How do you not have a favorite dinosaur? This is okay. This hold was, on a I, second. I was either going to be amazed with whatever dinosaur you picked, or this scenario where you no. don't have one, and I'm like, who doesn't have a favorite dinosaur? Were you prompted on this? Was, no. Was there a, okay. Okay. So this is just a random question that popped in your head. Okay. Well, I mean, like th- these are the types of questions. This is how this is the future of We the Gamercast. Is I'm just going to start asking questions of my guests that I ask my three year old. Like, hey, Lincoln. That's your- about right. What is your what's your favorite drink or what like we often he'll ask me almost on a daily basis what's your favorite food and if I change my answer he'll say no it isn't it's lasagna or what's your favorite <laughs> drink and like he knows my favorite drink is coffee which is hilarious and for Chelsea it's diet coke and um, dinosaurs have just sort of like come into our lives and Chelsea had this great idea to take them to Jurassic Forest or whatever it was and so suddenly I'm remembering that like the Stegosaurus is my favorite dinosaur and the Stegosaurus is like is amazing he's so cool looking and he's not a T Rex. So, so the Triceratops, like as a kid, Ooh. I think Triceratops was probably my favorite. I popular there, one. There was something about that the um, I don't know, just the the, the look of those three horns coming at mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, now there's there's a lot of cool ones, and also the ones I was I probably liked as a kid. I think scientists have all figured out that that's not what they really were, and they're actually something different now and stuff okay. like that. Yeah, well, so, I mean, they were they were pretty bullish on on the fact that like these are what the dinosaurs looked and sounded like to begin with. Well, here's the thing. Here's how science screws me. Pluto used to be my favorite planet, Sean. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just thought it was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
what about Pluto? I guess like it's far away. Do you, do you ever think about like Pluto? Yeah. I mean, just what it t- look up in the sky. Next time you go outside, just look up in the sky and go like, I'm going to fire a rocket up there and it's going to land on another planet that I can't even see. Like, how the hell do they do that? Uh, like, I know they, like, there's calculations and everything, but like, that, even that, like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a couple million dollars, like hundreds of millions of dollars, and they're just gonna, like, explode this giant, like, cylinder up into the sky, never see it again, and hope that it flies by Saturn sometime. What? Well, I mean, there's a little bit more to it than hope, right? Like, there, there is the, 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 uh, uh science and math that goes into it, That's and then there's the person driving it. it. That's my amazement with it is that it's not even just like, I mean, if we send up 10, one of them will fly by Saturn is we flew up one and it made it. It went (laughs) right by it. It took pictures of it. Like what in the world? I don't even know how to get to like my friend's house without following like precise directions from Google Maps. Okay. Well, but think about this. They have like the most Google Maps of Google Maps on board that thing, right? I mean, it's unreal. The space just like completely blows me away. To I know. the point where I get maybe like no, I was gonna, I was going to give maybe some credence to the whole like fake moon landing thing, but I think we should go back to the moon. I think there's something up there. I think we should go dig it up. Dig up the okay. So here's the problem now. Here, as I as I can't speak and also throw in some logic, you start digging away the moon. Yeah. Right. So you, now you got these bigger craters that we're causing. Yeah. It's going to throw its like orbit off a little bit mm. due to weight. I mm-hmm. think that's probably a thing. I think you're. I think you're right. It might like float yeah. away a little bit. Yeah, and then all of a sudden now, what we have waves that are way too big or way too small. I'm not sure. I'm not sure which way the waves would be affected by the moon being Dude, further oh, away. Oh, you may have just, but like you the may tide, have just, yes, we died. Like uh, we, we will go the way of the dinosaur. And then, and then we, there's going to be a future generations. Like, hey, what was your favorite type of person? Yeah, as they're yeah. podcasting. Yeah, and they'd be yeah. like, oh, that, those capris were really cool. We got it all wrong. That is so, that's next, that's too meta. That's, but I want to go back to this idea of like taking mass away from the moon. And I'm pretty sure that results in it like flying away. Like if you remove mass from it, either that or I would guess if you added mass to it, it would fly towards us. Well, okay. Right. Okay. So, so, well, uh, okay. I'm not a scientist. No, clearly we are scientists. Yeah. So, so there's two, (laughs) there's two thoughts here. If it's sitting there. Yeah. And you. (laughs) <laughs> take mass away from it in theory yeah. it would just float away because it's right. lighter so right. it doesn't it w- doesn't have strong as strong a pull with a with the uh, uh gravity. gravity that's the yeah. word i'm looking for gravity but <laughs> it's rotating in a circle so right. so 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 the force being applied on it is actually being pushed outward as it goes in a circle so if it's heavier it, it would maybe pull further away due to the centrifugal force does it spin? Does the does the moon spin? It, I mean, it well, it probably does spin somewhat, but it is traveling in a circle around the sun. And if okay. it's heavier, then therefore it might have more centrifugal force and pull harder. It's like if you had like a like a heavier bowling ball compared oh, to a lighter I bowling ball swinging mean. around you, it's going to pull harder away from you. Mm. But I don't know which one of these is true. If either interesting, of them. well, I, I'm sure somebody will maybe help us out with. I don't know if anybody's really considered what it would like aside from Dragon Ball, where they just legit just blow the moon out of the sky. You know, but I think the whole uh, with the ice caps melting and everything and everybody around like the shorelines being in tremendous danger. I, this is why I locked in on this to the whole like to the tides being longer or like larger or shorter or whatever it is. Yeah, Might be, maybe this is a way that we just we, we should just like chip away a little bit at the moon. Like I mean, like our, a new Mount Rushmore. No, but here's what's going to happen. I've seen too many movies, Sean. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to have this great idea, and it's going to be a fantastic idea. And all these scientists are going to like go into it, but they're going to miss one something. They're going to miss something that they didn't know, yeah. or there's going to be someone forgot to carry the three. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And the next thing you know, once again, there we are extinct, and someone else is podcasting about us in the future. It'll be very, it'll be very, sometimes like, what, why do we even podcast? Why do we do this? <laughs> I know. I know. We should be saving the moon instead. <laughs> Save the moon. <laughs> we should have moon day instead of earth day. We should. There's not yeah. enough greenery up there. That's true. Yeah. We should probably do something about that, man. Hey, if you were, okay. So when did you, when did you sign up to go into the military? Do you say military or, or like, I does mean, that capture all of it? The military does capture all of it. I get a little uh, confused because I'm a dumb Canadian. Yeah, so so well, so there's there's a military which in theory captures all of it, right? And then you have like like Department of Defense type military compared to uh, I forgot what the Coast Guard falls under because they're not Department of Defense anymore. It's uh, like the National Guard. Yeah, well, then there's also the National Guard. Anyways, it's all these different things. But yes, we'll just say the military. Okay. Yeah, I, I was right right before I turned 18 is when I signed up, and then I mm-hmm. left. I don't know a couple months before I turned 19. Okay, so the reason that I ask you this is because I've, I've had a question that I've been wanting to ask pretty much everybody, and this might be a staple, is like, if you were, like, what, what advice would you go back to give your 16-year-old self? Like, with oh, all the knowledge, man. everything that you've done ever since then, and for some of us, it's been a long, long time since we were 16, but it's, like, really interesting to think back and go, like, if you could Terminator time warp back, you know, hopefully you'd have some clothes or something. And yeah. go and go talk to yourself without creating a, a time paradox or anything. And go, hey, little Johnny Casino, don't call yourself Johnny Casino. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be known across the planet as Johnny Casino. Yeah, ah, uh, you know, it, it's it's tough, right? Because there's lots of things I did not like about my time in the military, mm-hmm. but like. I did do a lot of things that I would not have done otherwise, most likely. Like, it's yeah. not guaranteed. I mean, who knows? Maybe I would have fallen into a job where I made $3 billion a year and I could have traveled, you know, the fun way for all these mm-hmm. things. Um, it got me the job that I have, which even though I don't really like my job that much, it does provide well. Yeah. Right? And it allows me to have time to sit here and talk to wonderful people like you, Sean. Yeah. That was my little my little uh, ego booster there for you. You're just trying to buy some time to think of whatever the next thing uh, is. No, well, no, it, it's one of those because I've talked about this and I've talked to people who are also in there like, ah, oh, I wish I'd never joined. And it's like, ah, there's yeah. part of me that wants to be like, yeah, I wish I'd never joined. And there's another part of me, it's like, ah, but I really am probably better for it in some ways. Yeah. Now, I think like, honestly, in my career, I'm probably stunted like, mm-hmm. because having to start over at at 31 or whatever it was I was when I got out of the Navy compared to getting into an industry when you're, you know, 22. Yeah. And then you start working your way up. I mean, there were, there were people 20 years old doing the same job I was when I was 31. Right. Because they were able to step into the job without the experience I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, Did you so ever my, want to do like any of the other branches? Like, like, do you, how's your sight? How's your vision? Could you be a pilot? Do you, don't you want to fly okay, in a plane? Okay. So here's the thing is I wanted I want. I joined the Navy, and my I was like, I'm going to find some way to work my way into flying planes. Well, guess because what? Because Top is, Gun. Uh, Top Gun is one of my favorite movies. I, yeah, I almost yeah. cannot watch now. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, why not? Because I never flew a plane, man. Oh, because wow. I it's, never it's flew a plane. Oh, wow. What when I was when I was 16, I think it was 15, 16, something like that. I got to fly in a World War II uh, trainer like fighter plane. No way. Yeah. So like with the, the slidey top on it and the, yeah. the stick between your legs, as dirty yeah. as that sounds. Come on. 
like it was a awesome. passenger or like you flew it so i was so there's there's like two seats to it uh no 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 so it was i don't there, there's these like iron eagle movies or something like that i'm just like gonna that. make up whatever actually happened in my mind like yeah. you're gonna be like an upside down suspended like fl- fl- like facing backwards or whatever basically no, no, star no, no. wars is no no this, this was this was not this was not a uh a, a bomber or something like that okay this is one that, that you used to train fighter pilots in yeah uh if you there's some movie like iron eagle movies i think it's like five or six of them or whatever and there's one of them where they take these delinquents and teach them to fly yeah and they fly in this exact same plane that i was in that's awesome. And yeah, it was awesome. So I got to fly it. Like the guy like took his hands off, turned the controls. I'm like flying over my high school. No this. way. Yeah, it was amazing. Wait, okay. Hang on a second. I, we yeah. cannot speed through this because this is like my my dream. I would love to fly in, in anything. I, I take whatever plane it is. Wanting it to be some sort of like militarized, like, like some sort of thing, something that could shoot, right? Or some sort of jet I think would be amazing. But like, how did this come to pass? Like, how did you, you don't just like walk up and go like, like buy your ticket and step on the ride. Like, I how, mean, did, you, how did you this almost, happen? You almost did. Uh, no. There was something going on and I don't know what it is. My grandparents found out about it and it was some kind of thing where you sit in this class for like an hour and you learn about planes and flying and whatever else. And then you get to go up with a pilot and fly in a plane. But this is like part of like you being in the Navy? No, or? no, no, no. This was like... I was like 15 or 16 or something like that when this happened. I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. exactly how old I am. And you're skipping down the road and you're like, oh, snap. Here's a thing where I can go fly a plane. It, my grandparents knew about it. Like, seriously, like I get this call from my grandparents and they're like, hey, we're going to go do this thing. You'll love it. And it was just me. And where, was, where, in, the, where in the States are you at this point? I, I live in, I don't know, west side of Houston. Okay. So, and it was somewhere not too far from me. One of the small airports not too far from me. Because there's all mm-hmm. these like little airports out there. Sure. And so we go there and I'm sitting there, you know, do whatever. And there's a lot of people there in like groups, like two two friends there together. And so they would end up in one of those, was it a Cessna or whatever, where you sit side yeah. by side and have the little steering wheel. And I mean, those are those are cool. But I mean, are they that cool? Let's <laughs> let's be honest here. Oh, God. Uh, and and be, I was by myself. Yeah. And so the guy that introduced me is like, hey, here's the pilot that's going to take you up. And he's like, let's go over to the plane. And there it is, this big yellow World War II plane. And like I said, it had the slidey cockpit thing. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, I climb in, I get the stuff on, I climb in, I have like the little radio on and everything like that. Yeah. And the cockpit, uh, the, the little slidey cockpit's back on both of us for a little yeah. bit. And he's start pulling down the pulling down the uh, the runway. He's like, all right, close the cockpit and lo- do this lever. So I pull it and I clash the little lever. He's like, all right, let's go. And we're up there flying around and. It, it's it's so much different when you're playing okay, like but that. Wait, 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 okay. No, I, I really need to like live vicariously through you. In here. Okay. okay. So you get in the. How do you even get in the plane? Is like there a ladder or something? Like how are you I, getting inside? I honestly don't remember specifically because I was trying to think about that. I I think there's like steps on it to some extent, but maybe you end up like stepping like a on trampoline? a ladder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I trampoline in and landed perfectly. <laughs> that stick would have been a deadly thing to land on. You just got to get it right, man. You just got okay. So, okay, then what about like takeoff? Like you're sitting in there and you're like you're getting all strapped up. But like, what kind of like is it like a like a, you know when um, it's oh, man, it's not like the so modern one. It's not like the Top Gun ones. Okay, but there's like some sort of like air mask it, it, or something it, like that. It was no, it wasn't even some kind of air mask because we're not going to be going up high enough and far enough or whatever for like an air mask type thing that you okay. need. Like we're not needing oxygen. Like, um, how high are you going, or how like not high? I are you I, going? I don't. I mean, a couple thousand uh, feet. Maybe, yeah, somewhere around there. Like not as high. Did you as, go like, below a, the hard deck? Say like, what? You, got, you can't go below the hard deck. Is that isn't that the term? You cannot can't go below the hard deck. Is that oh like the, oh, like on the aircraft carrier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, no. Like, there's like a rule. There's like a there's like a in, in Top Gun. I'm sure of it. I'm sure it was called the, the hard deck, where they said you can't fly below a certain like altitude because it's too dangerous or whatever. And Maverick goes below the hard deck to take the shot, and he's like, "I had the shot, so I took the shot." 
No, this is nothing. No, nothing. You, you, so, so side side note here, talking about Top Gun. Um, there was a guy I worked with who used to be on a carrier, and and he was sitting there. He's telling me he's like uh, he's on he's on the carrier one day. They're out to sea, and they're like, hey, they need some they need some extras for some movie they're filming out here. Do you want to do it? And he's like, no, screw that. I don't want to deal with this. Oh, so stop. his buddy next to him. Like it's like yeah I'll, I'll do it right I'll, I'll volunteer to help out stood right next to Tom Cruise in one of those scenes no. in oh, Top I Gun oh my god I love that I think that's <laughs> gonna be this like we're gonna do like the more pop less flop song to start this whole thing off but it might just have to be that golly that movie is so great okay so you're flying in the plane yeah flying in the plane and he's yeah. just like he's like here take this dick and he's like uh it's yours and I oh just got to fly god. around and it's so much different flying a plane when you have the stick between your legs, right? Yeah. I'm sure there's a name for that that I don't know, um, compared to having, like, the, the steering wheel, effectively. Like, it's yeah. such a different thing. So how are you even controlling it? Like, is it, like, you've got throttle somewhere else? And I, I, I don't think I ever touched the throttle. Um, yeah. he, he let me he let me touch the, uh, uh, oh, oh, what are they called now, in the, in the back that you kind of, like, tap to kind of, like, make yourself turn just a little bit. So cool. Uh, I cannot, for the life, once again, I cannot think rudders? of what these are. Yes, the rudders. So I, he let me play with those a little bit. Um, and then I had full control of the stick. I got to do, like, a straight sideways, like, turn on one of these things and fly oh, right, flying over so my cool. high school. How it was fast awesome. are you going? Like, how fast does this thing oh, go? Oh, dude, I have no idea. Yeah, but does it I, seem, like, really fast, or does it seem like well, nothing at all? Because you're just gliding in air. So it seems fast to some extent, like, especially when you're turning yeah. or whatever. But, like, it's like on any plane. When you're when you're, when you're 30,000 feet up or whatever it is on an airplane, and you look yeah. out the window, you're like, boy, we're moving slow, right? Because yeah. the ground's moving so slow below you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, my it, gosh, man. So, it, so you've was, been up in the sky, thousands of feet in the air. You've also been, like, what was the, like, furthest that you, were, that you dove in a submarine? Uh, excess of 800 feet i think is what i'm allowed to say okay i think that's i think some that's classified the, information in that's the term i'm allowed to use there's okay. also some like excess, excess of, of some, 800 feet oh i see yeah. what you mean i, so I think there's also okay. some like excess of certain number of knots we went but i never remember that stuff that wasn't okay. my job my job okay. wasn't remember how fast we went yeah well you just I can tell make you sure how, that the engine was was working yeah make sure i make sure the main engines were going make sure we're making electricity make sure we're making clean water make sure we're making uh, air conditioning Right. Makes sense. That's that's what I did. I could always tell how deep we were off of like water pressure, but you just look outside and you're like, Yeah, I'd say, you know, probably excess of eight hundred feet. Yeah. Probably. Just yeah. look out the window. Yeah, or by how cold it was. Yeah, definitely. Just like reach out, touch the water a little bit. No no no. no. Sadly, like, above, no. Like... <laughs> no, but like the engine just pop room the top open. The engine room and parts of it, like if you're in the right part of the world, like even yeah. like not in not not even like in the Arctic or whatever. The yeah. right part of the world, the right time of year, and you're deep enough, it is cold in there. Yeah, no doubt. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, I have to only imagine. Okay, so wait. Why didn't you end up flying a plane for real? Like, oh, because why it you, is. Uh... Okay, to, to get to that point, the most yeah. people that fly planes come in, like, out of the academy, right? Out of the Naval Academy, which yeah. is, which, to get in there, you have to have, like, perfect grades and, like, 15 senators that want to write something to for you and a oh, few really? other connections. Like, it's... It, there are people that don't have all that stuff that get in, but yeah. for the most part, it is very difficult to get in any military academies. Most pilots come out of the military academies. There are programs that will allow you to fly going from a, an enlisted guy and then getting into an officer program that's designed to allow you to fly. You're not going to be flying fighter jets, mm-hmm. I, which is all I want to fly. Yeah. Um, so I just, it, it's one of those things where it's like the decisions you make when you're really young, mm-hmm. like end up affecting you later on. And there's no way you could have known. 
Doesn't that okay? So that's sort of like the core of like the sixteen year. Maybe you have to go younger than like the sixteen year old. Give your sixteen year old self some advice because I just I wish there was. I said this before, but I kind of wish that there was almost like a like a real actual job fair, not like a job fair where it's like the jobs you already know about, but a job fair that like these are the things that you actually would kill to do. And here's the roadmap to do it. Because, like, in some cases, there is maybe a fuzzy way to get to some of these sure. places that people end up. But in some other cases, there's a pretty clear path. Like, you do this, and you enter this course, and you do this thing, and then you're a fighter jet, and you're a badass. And that is awesome. You're just shooting but, missiles and stuff. But here's the problem. Fast, playing beach what? volleyball with Tom Cruise. I mean, I do that normally, so... <laughs> Just high fiving no. dudes. I, I, oh man, playing with the boys. That's my theme song right there. <laughs> uh, but the pro- the problem that comes in is like, let's say you go back, and like, okay, like, look, kid, right? This is where you done. This is where you done screwed up. Mm-hmm. Get, get yourself straight in line. Yeah, a couple things are going to happen. One, I'm still going to screw up again, right? Yeah. It's going to happen because I'm going to get annoyed. Like I can I can pinpoint the, the the time in my life where I went from being a pretty high uh, like A student to like failing classes and not caring mm-hmm. right i know exactly when that happened and i can tell myself avoid that moment and guess yeah. what a year later it's gonna be some other moment it's right like final destination it's always gonna come after you and then let's say that doesn't happen let's say that doesn't happen sean let's say i work so hard and something mm-hmm. else gets in the way uh i get hit in the head with something and my eyesight goes bad oh good god i i, I don't know like a baseball not like like a whatever uh or you're just having a nice day and you're walking by the park and then somebody hits like a home run and it just gets you in the back of the head it'd probably be a foul ball in my in my scenario but <laughs> sure <even> a home <laughs> run. uh but but like something else would happen something else would happen and then it's yeah. like okay well here's the reason why you cannot join the military at all or you can't fly or whatever it is and now it's yeah. like look what i did like yeah. look at what i put myself through i could have been out there having fun Sure. And it said I did this, and I still didn't get it. Now this, now listen, I'm sure there's Sounds no kids that listen to this, <laughs> isn't it? It's not it, okay. I'm not gonna say it's not pessimistic because it definitely is. But like, I mean, I don't even know if pessimistic really captures it. But it's just like, even if you're you're trying to say that, even if you were to say have a meeting with future you, and and that person can go with pretty certain, pretty with a lot of certainty, going like, do this, and you will be a fighter pilot. You're saying that the core in you would still manage to screw that up. I, no, I'm saying that, I, okay, one, I'm saying that I know myself well enough to know that something's going to happen where I'm going to, so I have a, I have a very self-destructive personality, right? Obviously. Very, very self-destructive personality. But like over the last 15 years, I, I've been able to learn how to keep it very, very well in check. Yeah. But when I was 15, I didn't. Yeah, so, maximum destruction. Yeah, so there was there would be a very solid chance that something would happen, and I'd be like, "Screw you, dreams! I'm gonna go do this other thing," and then that's oh. out the window. Now, but let's say that doesn't happen. You get all the way up there, and something else stands in your way. Yeah. Right now, this is not saying don't try, but like something else stands in your way. Sounds and a you, lot like it, don't try. No, 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 no. But but it's one thing to have a dream and and to have mm. a roadmap and to get there. It's another thing to have your future self come back to you and be like, right. "Look, dude, this is how you gotta do it." This is going to work. And then yeah. you're all pumped up about it. And you get there and something else stands in your way. Like at that point, what do you do? I don't know, but I can't like, help but just feel like disappointed in you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm having like this, this like dad moment where it's just like, oh, but come on, just go for it. Go like even just in this hypothetical situation, this totally not real thing. Just like, yeah, man, I would totally go for it. Like you're what? basically telling me that you wouldn't, you still wouldn't no, 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 go no. for a I, I would. pilot. 
I would. Especially, doesn't sound like it. Especially if, if it had been, God. So the problem is, is I would need to have started, I would need to have started like before my freshman year of high school, right? My first year of high school. Really? Well, but, well, because, because honestly, like you want to get in that top 10% of your school or whatever else to be able to mm-hmm. like, get accepted into these different academies, like your grades have to kind of be good from the beginning. Yeah. Right. And so my grades weren't bad my first year of high school or anything like mm-hmm. that, but they weren't good enough. So... Why do you think, okay, so can I dive into this a little bit too? Because it doesn't seem like there's been countless movies. Hollywood is, has done its fair share of fighter pilot movies and everything. And, and really like military in general, I think you don't necessarily put like academia and fighting together quite often, especially when it comes to pilots. And I think the same kind of goes for maybe even football where like you really, like a lot of those players are really smart and especially like quarterbacks are like really smart. Oh yeah, and I just I kind of wish that maybe there's a little bit more focus on on that, and this is me just like wishing and willing it into the world. But like you don't look at like like Maverick is a Maverick. He's just like doing whatever the hell he wants. Like he doesn't look like he studied a day in his life. But he's one of the best fighter pilots. But maybe he didn't have to study. But look at Goose. He went on to be a doctor in ER. You know that guy's smart. That's true. That's true. But he was also a he was also a big nerd trying to put cameras in women's rooms. Yeah, that's weird. Revenge of the Nerds. But that's the thing. You don't think of, you don't think of like what it takes and everybody's like, you can do whatever you want, you know, just, if you just put your mind to it. So what you're saying is, but like the, the opening sequence of Top Gun. So hold on. So, so, so for the opening sequence of Top Gun, basically you need to show them like in a classroom studying their ass off. I want a study montage. Yeah. Where he's like, he's studying, study but he's not like, it, not, it starts off, he's getting like C plus and he's like, oh, man, I really got to keep going at this. And he's, you can see him just like taking notes and highlighting things. And then he's like drinking a lot of caffeine. That is not he's a sexy montage at all. No, it's going to be real nerdy. And he's just got like, he starts off with like, he's crumpling up papers and he's throwing it over his shoulder. It's no good. And then suddenly something clicks. And then he believes in himself. And by the end, he gets an A+. Plus, the montage ends. And then he flies off in his new jet. It's going to be amazing. Okay. So, so they, could maybe, they could maybe do that if it's like actual in-flight school that it's happening. But like if it's the yeah. school before that and he's getting all those like C's and D's and whatever else, then he's lost his chance to fly. He's okay, screwed. Okay, so are we, are, we, are we basically admitting that like intelligence doesn't really translate all that well to like a hero spot in a movie? Like it's hard <laughs> to be like the really smart, capable, just like... I just don't think that... It's clear that to do these things that are awesome, that sound like they're just like done by like dumb jocks and badasses and everything, that these people are actually, they understand physics to like a degree that I will never understand. And they are able to calculate multiple things at the exact same time and also manage their heartbeat through breathing exercises and some crazy stuff like that. Like the, when you talk about like that top 10%, there's a number of ways that you calculate and, and measure what is making these people exceptional. And it's like, I don't have any idea of what that is or even how to do them. Like, so do I have to like work out more? Like, what do I, what would somebody have to do to be in that, that top percentage? And it seems like a lot of it might just be genetics or those people. No, this is the answer. Okay. Those people were visited by their future selves and they laid out the plan. That's how it's happened. Those, that's how the people who are pilots, they've already been visited by their future self. So, so do you think in this future, like the person who had the, the, um, machine, the time machine would go find those people that they knew were genetic matches for pilots? Like, okay, you are, you are of a higher level intelligence in general. You are physically fit. Your eyesight is good. 
yeah. you would have been a good pilot had you not screwed up. Go back in time and fix yourself. Yeah, so so you're basically talking about like a time-traveling recruiter, like military recruiter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and this is for the best of the best pilots who are going to be shooting down those aliens. Because, because you wouldn't want to actually like time-travel to maybe avert the crisis or change like time so that you wouldn't even need to go to war or anything. You're time-traveling just after the conflict. <laughs> So okay. that you can train up your army. Yes. I mean, there's always going to be another war, Sean. This like, there's so always going to be something else. That's uh, true. So where do you even start? Like, how far back do you want to go to really start changing time? What you want to go back to something that affects you personally, right? Like, it's a selfish yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, like, oh, man, uh, I, I, you're some old, single, lonely guy. And you're like, man, had I, had I just asked this one girl out, I'd have this supermodel wife and this perfect family. So that's the moment you change, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but if you're know. a military commander and that's your life, then you change it so that you have the best of the best at that moment. Do you think I have a very serious question for you? Do you think that we've honored <laughs> Memorial Day through our conversation here today? I, I don't think we did. I, I don't think so. I don't think we did at all. <laughs> but but look, look, I, I'm, I'm of the uh, mindset <laughs> that there's almost nothing you can't joke about. Right. Yeah, sure. You should know your, you should, you should you. know your audience, but there's almost nothing you can't joke about. And so I have to give myself props for my joke earlier. Uh, as dark as it was. Solid joke. At least it was about me murdering someone. Oh, right. That one. Yeah, that, that was that was excellent. Well, speaking of joking, you guys are doing a lot of joking over at Forget Being Cool. It, we are. I, I am loving it, dude. And of course, um, I shared the fast version of what you guys sound like when I listen to it in, in two times <laughs> speed. And that becomes like truly normal to me so that when i listen to like the youtube or when i i always go over onto the youtube and i just go great content because i think that bothers dave maybe <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he was like what are with these these bots who are leaving this, these contents just like great content so i'm like well that's whatever i remember to do it i jump over i say great content but i really do think that forget being cool like it, it must feel good to be back doing that man it, oh man like i missed i missed recording with dave uh, yeah. because I, I've done a number of things. I, I, I enjoy doing apparently with Chelsea. Um, but there's just something, there's just something about like the nonsense that Dave and I go through whenever I he I and I are talking. What, what that might be like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, tonight, I mean, too, but yeah, obviously, oh. yeah. The Xbox drive and everything like, yeah, I've yeah. Done a lot of podcasting with Dave and I know exactly what you mean. Like, it's just, it's that damn grin of his. You just, you oh see my God, the call and he just starts smiling. He's just like, well, we're going to be talking about nonsense today, I guess. Well, yeah, and for for anyone who doesn't listen, um, so my wife and I were having a conversation recently about some other podcasts I listened to, uh, specifically the off ladies of the office, office ladies. I can never get yeah. that right, right. Uh, and then there's also the one about scrubs. And my wife was like, I don't really like those because she doesn't like all just the banter, just the nonsensical banter. And I'm like, then never listen to anything Dave and I do because yeah. that is pretty much the entire show is just our nonsense banter and coming up with great and maybe not so great podcast show ideas from time to time that is probably the best thing about it is that you guys i think that was maybe like crippling for you guys before where you're just like i don't know what to do like we could do this or we could do this and you just sort of like we're floundering a little bit which is like almost too many ideas and you've you've leaned into that as like that is the show it's just <laughs> it's like well show. i guess we're just it's basically like um crouchy surge you're like well i guess i'll just do a, like a show about like having a giant backlog so, so yeah so so the plan going forward and i cannot wait to see if this will work Right. Like this is one of those things like this could be an amazing idea if it works. But, you know, eventually we're going to have to go back to doing it once a week. We're not going to record three days a week anymore. That's highly disappointing for me. It's highly disappointing for me, too. But I mean, I'm going to start traveling again. He's going to go back to a further work, a a bigger work schedule again at some point. 
And so we're like, what do we do? And so now, you know, the, just the, the whole idea is we're just going to do show segments of random shows that we come up with or that people suggest. We will give it our all. We will, we will, uh, you know, completely <laughs> just, just do the bit as, as hard as we can. Yeah. Uh, we've just got to give her. Yeah. And we've got a few ideas. Some stuff we talked about off air that was, it was one of those moments where we're sitting there talking. We're like, why did we hit stop on the recording? Because yeah. like the conversation we had was so perfect for the show. But we've come with with some ideas that uh, we're going to try to pull off dealing with how we're going to do these episodes, and especially the video content side of it. And if it works out, it is going to be the greatest thing I have ever done. Dude, that is that is the best part about making any of this stuff is just when you when you hit that spot, we're just like, I love doing this. I love thinking about doing the thing and just like trying it out and making things with my friends. That's like that's the sweet spot. It's like you're not doing it for any other reason. I feel like that's 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 like the core of like Dave. Like that's what Dave, that's all Dave wants to do. He just wants to make stuff. And I think that's why you guys are such a good fit for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to make stuff. Just want to make stuff. Record all the time. Stuff. Who the hell cares? Yeah, I think that's awesome. I think that's amazing. It's sort of like, you know, when you just start, stop looking, that's when you find, like, your spouse or things like that. Like, when you stop really pushing for it, when you stop trying, then it's just like, sometimes things just kind of land in their place. Yeah, it's awesome. What about Radio's Lame? What's going on with that? Oh, man. So here's the hard thing about Radio's Lame is I set it up, whenever, whenever Dave left the show and I revamped it, I set it up to have, like, this purpose with a specific type of guest. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not that these guests needed to be big time people or anything like that, but I needed to have some reason why I thought people could learn something from the stories that they told. Right. Right. And I I basically went through a lot of people that I knew, a lot of people I had access to, and I started getting like lower and lower, like a a pool. And I, I, I gained access to a few people here and there. And then it's like, it got to the point I had to take a break for a while because I'm moving and everything, but it's got to the point I was going to do, another one during this giant break. I have all the time. Why not record a bunch? Right. And I reach out to people and someone would like tell me that, yes, they would do it, but then we have to reschedule. And then I couldn't get a hold of them anymore. Yeah. And it just, I want to find a way to do that show where I can be a little bit more loose with who I can bring on, you mm-hmm. know, yep. like I just want to talk. But the problem is, is I don't want to turn it into this because yeah. you have this, right? Dude, I, well, I mean, to the whole point of, uh, forget being cool. Like just do, do whatever like feels good, man. Like it, I, this show has like changed my life. Like I've talked about that countless times. And I think that like, if that's why I love the freedom of it is that I don't know what, I think it started out more as like a, I love gaining origin stories, like yeah. learning about like people, like the first time they got their super Nintendo and everything like that. And, you know, eventually you can only hear kind of like the same kind of like, it was on my birthday or it was on Christmas and things like that. And it's magical to them. And I love hearing it was never boring in the moment, right? Because I love seeing people like light up and think about a really awesome time in their life. But over time, you're just like, I mean, I can start to ask kind of the same questions. And then like, am I even being like genuinely excited about it? So I don't know, man. I think uh, you're you're good behind the mic, no matter what you're doing. Like you can be as goofy as whatever with, with Dave. And then, you know, you, you definitely have like a, a pretty clear vision for Radio is Lame. But you've also redefined that show in the past. Yeah, you know, and I, I think I've probably redefined this show of like what this is, and today's a good example of like that. There is no, there is no path or format or anything, man. And that's when you thrive, I think. Like when you, it, there is no like format. It is. I, I, I really think it is. Uh, even though I was doing radio is lame. Um, like even some of the peak episodes, or whatever. Like my notes, I would take ahead of time would have like 
four quarter sentences like on yeah. there of like an idea I wanted to touch on. Yeah. Did, did I ever tell you my really my really bad idea of a different way to do radio a radio is lame type no. show or something like this? It'd be called catching up with strangers. Excuse me as I hit my mic as I <clears throat> prepare myself to lay this idea on you. <laughs> so it's called catching up with strangers. So every episode would be someone I've never talked to before, mm-hmm. right? Or if I've talked to him like once or twice on Twitter type thing, like but not someone yeah. I've talked to a lot. But I would be pretending like we're old friends that I'm catching up with. But I know oh nothing gosh. about them. Oh so I'm gosh, trying to have this conversation be like, oh, how's the wife? And then the person like might not be married. It would be like, oh, yeah, yeah I don't I don't have a wife. And I'm like, oh, I you know, sorry to hear that. Whatever, right? Like I don't know how this would work. Like, it I was would gonna flop say, like, so are they bad. in on the joke or anything? Or <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They know. They they know, but they also know that like they're not allowed to tell me anything about them ahead of time. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be a sounds terrible super idea. Easy. This sounds super easy. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's a whole, it sounds like a great idea. Like when it clicks, but like, <laughs> yeah, you kind of back yourself into a bit of a corner with some of these things, man. Like a, in, in the original sort of like radio is lame or the second, I guess, version where you're trying to like uncover a lesson for other people to, to learn that sort of assumes that everybody has something to teach or even that they are aware of the things that they teach. And now in this case, you're like, okay, so you got to get somebody in on this joke. It's like, you 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 should you should just do like limited run podcasts, like do six episodes of that, do a little micro series or something like that. That would that would be good. That that would be good. I I would. The, the hardest part, and and I think you know this to some extent. The hardest part uh, of having a show where you have guests on, and especially one like what I just told you about, where you need you need the person to be themselves, but you also need them to play into the bit, right? Yeah. Is they have to be the right person and you might not know this going in. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I ha- I've had guests on radio is lame that afterwards I was like, ah, and not many, but there's been a couple. I was just like, Oh, that was not what I expected it to be. You know, you know what, I, you know what I'm picturing as you kind of describe this is sort of like what um, Stephen Colbert used to do where he would just like go and have like a very, he would go meet with like a Senator or something like that. And he would say totally outlandish things and, and basically do like a parody of a, like an interview. interview. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then the bit would like on the show would be clips or snippets of, of the entire interview. He wouldn't do the whole thing. So you could do this and just kind of like pull out some of the funny, the funny bits and have it as part of uh forget being cool. It could be a, a segment. So I, I like that idea, but to make that idea work, I would have to have connections with like certain people, like people mm-hmm. in like the gaming industry or and not even like the high ups. It could be like the, the, the guy who draws the left toe for someone in an indie game. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it would have to be someone of a position where, <laughs> where where you would you would want to hear from someone in that position. Right. Yeah. Um, I also had an idea once. I cannot remember. I think I was just talking with Dave or whatever about it. But like the whole thing was was interviewing people about like monotonous things they've done, but trying to make it sound super exciting. Yeah. So like you see someone taking their trash out and you just go up to you and be like, oh, my God, tell me all about this. How did you do that? What do you think's in there? Yeah, well, hopefully they, like, oh, God, many, hopefully they know. But I've, like, have you ever really thought about what's in that garbage bag? Like all of it? It's like, gross. no, you just, it's, it's probably disgusting. Like how much, how much liquid is in there? There, there shouldn't be too much liquid, but there's enough to make it kind of gooey and, and splashy. Oh, and you I, don't want to really touch it. Right, right before we got on the call, I, I took the trash out to like the curb because tomorrow's yeah. trash day. 
Yeah. And, and we finally got yard waste. We finally decided, okay, well, let's get yard waste for a few months because we have mm-hmm. a bunch of weeds and whatever. And it was so heavy because it had rained Rain. forever. Yep. And it was like all in the dirt that was in the weeds. Yeah, I almost so died pulling this trash can out. Like someone could have interviewed me and it would have been like a real heroic story instead of like mm. the garbage I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, hey, so, I mean, you Forget Being Cool isn't really like a video game podcast. You talk about Animal Crossing, you talk about a couple games and everything, but do you, don't, do you miss the, the chance to really like talk about games like on the regular? Uh... No, I mean, I think I have enough people that I that I can discuss games with that I find. I'm also and I'm doing a lot of stuff with the Mega Dads right now, right? Okay, yeah. So so I'm writing reviews um, and whatever the hell else I want actually uh, for the Mega Dads. Uh, I actually just got a recording. We're doing the uh, Mega Dad Mega Dads Mega Bits. So there's me a Nintendo and Xbox and a PlayStation one. I'm doing the Nintendo one. Mm-hmm. So I get a lot of things where I get to talk about that stuff at any time if I want to. I can message anyone in our Discord, which I don't I do not do a lot of stuff with Discord, but this one's small because it's just a group of us that are writing. Right. And we can talk about whatever. So I, I still have that outlet, I feel. Oh, that's good. Uh, and then Dave and I, when we want to, or Ben, I call Ben up whenever I want and be like, dude, I just oh. played this game. Man, I love Ben. I do I'm too. still wearing like the he- the headphones I'm wearing right now is because of Ben. I, I have the same did. headphones right down there. They're just They're awesome. Th- this cable isn't long enough to reach where I need it to plug in. Yeah. So I have to wear these smaller ones. Freaking Ben. See, that's the other thing. Like, you had generational... I can never say it. You mean... Generational name, gamers? I, I cannot say generational gamers. It's maybe my, my Canadian-ness. Uh, but, oh, dude. Aren't you guys, like, living in the same city right now, too? No. He's about three and a half, four hours away. And you have to oh, go, like, over a mountain pass, which is crappy He may as winter. well be in Australia, for God's sakes. He may as well be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, no, we see him every once in a while. He'll... Every month or so... We invite yeah. him up, and he comes up and hangs out with us for the weekend because my whole family loves him. How is uh, how is reviewing games? Like, is that I can't remember if you had done anything before in terms uh, of reviewing stuff. I mean, not not officially or in any yeah. kind of capacity. But no, I'm I, I'm loving it. The problem I come into is that, especially when I've had the amount of time on my hands that I've had the last few years, uh, is I just I get to the point where I'm like I don't know what to play. Like nothing, mm-hmm. even the games I want to play are just not pulling me in, and I need a purpose. So if yep. I'm playing a game to review it, I have that purpose. I totally and, know exactly what you mean. And it feels so good. And especially mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, man. So like, you and I both reviewed the Red Wings game. Yep. Uh, I don't know how early you got it. I got it maybe four, four maybe five days before before the release date. Something yeah, like was, that. Yeah, I was pretty close to that. Yeah. And so, like, I'm trying to, like, push my way through it and get my ass kicked until you until you messaged me and, like, let me in on a little secret on how to beat that final, like, the second to last level. And I'm just like, oh, uh, oh, so glad you were there to talk to about that Dude, game. And that's funny, too, because, like, you know, th- with creating content, there's a lot of access to these types of things to try and get a code for some sort of game. But, like, once you do that for, like, the first or second time, you realize there are no guides when you're playing a game before it is actually released and that puts you that can put you in a pretty tricky spot in a lot of cases i have i have definitely definitely hit some spots in some games i'm just like i don't i don't know what to do Mm -hmm. Um, yeah panic sets in yeah but luckily luckily so i I try to review a lot of stuff for the switch because i can always play on my switch whenever i want basically right not to worry about anyone else i can just play on my switch while i'm hanging out with people and so there's a number of games uh, i've reviewed that have like been out on steam like, oh, nice. Th- there was one called like Seven Sector or something like that. Really good game. Oh, yeah, um, man. But it was out on Steam. So I actually had to go back and watch some YouTube videos of this game from Steam because I just, I, I couldn't. I couldn't figure out what I missed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's, it's okay. I love, I love writing for them because I, yeah. I have a lot of freedom. I mean, if you're going to go back and, 
and see the kind of freedom I have. Look at my review of later daters. Uh, yeah. Uh, I he gave me plenty of freedom, and then I get to like all my retro games. So like once a month, they'll release like a retro review of how how well it holds up. So I get to play a retro game. I have a purpose for myself for playing this retro game, mm-hmm. and then I can write about it, do whatever I want. That's I so, get it, man. That's, that, so that's the whole reason I got into writing to begin with. Was I don't know what to play. At least if I have an assignment, then the choice is made, and that's it. I can't look back until I'm done the game or until i'm done the assignment so it's either maybe that was a good thing or could potentially been like the worst thing ever because it really just maybe i should have explored ways to get away from that sort of decision making paralysis and instead i just locked nah. myself well, in with assignments it's now it's, i can't get away with it it's not it's not even though that it's like oh my god i have so many choices what do i do it's not that it's just like i just don't feel like it you know just to get that point you're just like ah i just I want to play this game. I know I'm going to love this game, but I'm just not in the mood. But if you yeah. have that thing to like give you that push, then you get into it. And once you get into it, you're going right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting here right now and I'm playing animal crossing like crazy yeah. um, to, to the extent where I actually bought a second copy of the game. And yes, your, your complaints and bitches are all legit. I bought a second copy so that my wife could play at the same time. And we, she, we have our own islands and our own switches. And she has never sat there and played a video game like this, but she puts a good six hours a day into this game a lot of times. And she doesn't play video games, but yes. I, yes that, I, is a, that is a win. You know, whenever you can get the significant other to, to join in on the video game fun, then yes. But I, I, I think about, like, almost, I'm trying to think of, um, well, there, there's people kind of wondering online about, like, uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Is this a, like, Diablo light? Like, is there features that are missing that maybe they, they should be there? And it's just like, are we allowed to even talk about that anymore post Animal Crossing anymore? We're like, they have significant features, like a second save file, for God's sakes. It's like, you're not allowed to talk about that anymore. It just drives me crazy, man. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, no, your, 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 your complaints are valid. Uh, mm-hmm. but with the amount of time I put in a game, which is like 260 hours or something like that have by this really? point, oh, I have, it, it, here's the thing about this game though, right? It, and this is the first game I put any more than a little bit of time into. I played a little mm-hmm. bit of New Leaf right before this came out to get myself ready for it. Yeah. But ba- basically Chelsea showed me her house in New Leaf. Like I, I we both booted up her 3DS. I went over there. She showed me her house and I went downstairs and there's just all this Nintendo memorabilia all over this little basement in her house. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, of course I'm going to play this game now. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I'm sold. There hasn't been a drop of that in the new game, by the way. That's hilarious. Um, isn't there? No, there's no Nintendo memorabilia in this, in the new one so far. Not yet. I'm sure they'll drop it at God. some point. Just when you think you're done with it, they'll be like, okay, here it is. There's a lot that they, I don't think that they brought over. No, it's going to be updating for a while. And I, and I'm happy with that. But like, the thing is like, once you're in it, like I can be hanging out with my kid. Like my son can be playing yeah. some other game and I can just be sitting there on the switch. We can be watching mm-hmm. TV and be sitting there on the switch. I can have a legit conversation with someone else. And the only time I tell them to shush is when I'm trying to catch a fish. Cause I close my eyes and listen for the sound. Nice. Right. Nice. Yeah. So, so, but I'm, I'm playing a lot of that, but man, I'm looking at everything else. I'm just like, well, I want to play a real game too. And I don't know yeah. what to play, Sean. You know what I'm, I'm looking at? I'm going to get Xenoblade. Play Minecraft Dungeons. Get on Game Pass. Man. No, 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 we will. It's pre, <laughs> dude, come on. Come on now. It's pre it's pre-installed on my Xbox. It's pre-installed on my computer. Right. Wait, when is it? Wait, what is uh like you want to pl- you want to play games tonight? <laughs> I, <laughs> like is it going to come out tonight? Like cuz you're I, in a I, I well I told my son that I would not touch it and he is not to fair. touch it until I get That's home from fair. work tomorrow, which would be about noon. I respect that. Yeah, I'm not I would never Oh, come on, man. I don't want to egg you on like that, but yeah. you're going to love it. I can't wait for you guys to play. I, it. I will. I will be messaging you uh Do you have and- Super Mega Baseball 3? I don't, and I, 
it's um, it's one of those things where I really love that series. Yeah, but I've never ever paid for it. It's always just come out on something. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. We got a we got a code for that, so it's just like you're kind of oh. waiting. Like this has got to be on Game Pass at some point, right? I mean, the other ones were at one time or another, or Games with Gold or something. But Super Mega Baseball totally. is great. Like if you don't yeah. care if it's if you don't care if it's too like so much of a simulation, you want a little arcadey. That's a great game. I think I'm going to try that. I was kind of hoping that you did have it because I feel like for I don't know why, but I feel like that's something that you and I could definitely play together. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, if 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 I had it. It, it would be on uh and I start, I would, you I'd start your own your teams on that game right like you like you name your own teams and everything i think you can they had them i remember one of them was like the tenderloins or something like that so it was like a Amazing. giant steak and you had these like yeah. beefy guys and and so whatever good. and these women that were very not proportionate in real life okay yeah it's a video game it is and they're like really old ladies too it was funny the game's hilarious i love yeah. i love super mega baseball I can't wait for you to play Minecraft Dungeons. I I have one other question before we get to maybe wrapping this whole thing up. Okay. Kind of talking about video games. Like, there's no E3. There's IGN's got its thing. Jeff Keighley's got his thing kind of going on. And, like, there's news kind of happening all over the place. Nintendo drops a random Paper Mario trailer. So, like, that's how we're getting our news. Like, are you happy that there's no E3? Like, are you, is this kind of like what you pictured of, like, a perhaps a post E3 kind of future? So it's it's hard to say because there is that part of me that likes to know, okay, I can schedule this time to make sure I'm not doing something to sit there and watch this and get all excited, maybe with a friend, maybe with my son, depends on where I'm at, right? Um, And I do miss that. And also like, so, you know, this whole thing was like knocked out because of the virus. And that means odds are PAX West is also not going to happen. That's in September. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell PAX West yeah. is happening. Like where the virus started in, in North America, there's no way PAX West is happening in that same location. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but I had planned on trying to go there for as press. Um, yeah. And so I don't know. Like, If all these companies would like trickle stuff out, but like give you a hint of when it's coming so that you could know to be standing by so that I could get excited with everyone else, mm-hmm. then that would be great. Like, I don't need to be on a reaction show with someone, uh, but I would be super stoked to just, like, be messaging with someone, watching it at the same time. Dude, right? like, one of my favorite E3s was, gosh, it was probably 2013 or 2014. We were, we were pretty new into this house. And I would watch a conference, and then when it was over, I was painting the upstairs. And then, like, I would get, I'd get through maybe a couple walls or something, and then by the time I was done that, the next conference would go on. So I kind of, like, I was able to take off a couple days from work, and get a ton done around the house and then also get my whole kind of E3 experience in there as well. And like that's, I just really miss. And I know that's super selfish. Like that's a a very personal thing, like personal way that I experienced it. But I think that everybody kind of has their version of that, that it was that they had something special that they could do knowing that E3 was like these three days or whatever it was that they could dedicate, like you say, like either take that time off of work or even if they did know it was for work, they could maybe take a morning off or, or just plan for it. And now it's like, I mean, there's there's a certain amount of excitement of waking up one morning and going like, what is Nintendo going to drop today? Or like, I think today we just learned about like Sony's plans. There's going to be a Last of Us thing that's coming up pretty soon here. So I, I don't think I've been on Twitter much today, so I missed that. See, you're going to miss but, it. Exactly. But, but like I woke up, I woke up to the announcement. So I, I woke up and I checked Discord and someone was saying something about Paper Mario in the Megadeth yeah. Discord. And I'm like, oh, say no, what? Say what now? 
Because I had missed it. Like, I'm three hours behind most people being over here on the West Coast, right? You know how that feels right. being in mountain yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and and so I'm like, I'm like flying through Twitter as fast as I can trying to find this. And I see it. I'm like, Paper Mario. I get a new Mario game. I get all excited. I'm like, maybe I won't like it. But yeah. I will say I have now ordered uh, the last Paper Mario game because I still haven't played it yet. So to add to my collection. Mm-hmm. But I just wish, okay, all E3 aside, whatever else. All these different people just need to let me know when their thing's happening, especially yep. Nintendo, because I, mm-hmm. I, Xbox puts out stuff that I it, it's it's awesome. I'm gonna have an Xbox because it's my son plays because I have Game Pass Ultimate. There's I just can't not have an Xbox. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, sure. I want to know what they're doing. I want to get hyped about something, but some of these games don't hype me up as much. It's when Nintendo puts something out. When mm-hmm. they have their thing and it's not a disappointment and all it takes is that one thing. All it takes <laughs> yeah. is like that one game that you didn't know was coming and you get to see it. Or just a 10 second clip of a new Zelda game, even if it doesn't come out for a year. It's Dude, all it takes. My, my bar isn't even at Zelda. My bar is at like that Clubhouse 51 games thing. I'm like, I'm stoked. Like we're all going to play that all those games together. We're going to play freaking <laughs> Mahjong until the cows come home, man. Like, let's go. <laughs> like That's kind of where I'm at. But like the thing that I kind of this is the old man yelling at a cloud kind of perspective for me is like all this does this, this future is like, I'm just now even more addicted to my phone because I feel like at any moment something could happen. So I probably should be like on Twitter looking for it versus I know that nothing's going to happen, or at least I don't think anything's going to happen until a certain, certain date. So I don't have to, I don't have to worry about it, but I feel like if I'm not on, on Twitter or social media that like something could happen and it kind of keeps me, I don't know. It's kind of unhealthy in that way that I would like things planned out. Tell me, like you said, tell me when things are going to happen. Have you thought about just like, like just not. F- finding the, the Nintendo Xbox, Sony or PlayStation mm-hmm. accounts and just turning on like notifications specifically for them? Yeah, it, I, I did that. And then Twitter messed up how it was handling all their notifications and everything. I just wanted uh, well to then, tell sorry. me. And then like, yeah, no, they that was it. That was definitely a thing. Um, but you're right. Like that is probably maybe a way to handle this so i don't have to go check for it but i don't know i just i guess the other element too is like okay so by the time i get around to checking out whatever announcement it is or discovering that an announcement was even made you're like oh hooray and you're looking around like people celebrated that like three hours ago or four hours ago whatever it's 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 actually even harder to be part of the conversation which maybe leads me right back to the question of why do we do this it's to do that is to finally like catch up with somebody maybe you haven't chatted with in a while or know that you're going to be chatting with Dave every every second day or so. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, that, we'll catch up on, on at least that. Yeah, man. It's awesome. Like, I love yeah. podcasting. Sean, so I. Sean, it's fun. It's it's we my therapy. We start podcasting at some point. I know. Probably we just like hit record, record eventually. Yeah, like, probably. That's that's that real dumb joke that, that, that people throw in. I know. At it, least we said it knowing Justin it that Masson. way. Justin Masson definitely says that as well. And I freaking, I man, I have such a huge man crush for Justin Masson. That guy is awesome. Um, But that's an aside. Johnny, I've had... Okay, so we're going to have to figure out what game we're going to play after this. But um, before we do that, can you tell all the lovely people where to find you on the internet and anything you want to let them know that you're doing these days? Uh, yeah, so I'm at Johnny underscore Casino on, on Twitter. J-O-N-N-Y underscore Casino on Twitter. Uh, you can tell I say that a bit. Um, yeah, so I, I do Forget Being Cool, which apparently some people are having problems searching for that and finding it. If you can't find the show, hit me up on Twitter. I'll, I'll send you a link or something. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know why people have a hard time finding the show. Uh, but yeah, Dave Moore and I talk about nonsense and come up with new ideas for podcasts that are probably terrible. I also do apparently with uh, Sean's wife. Her and I talk about uh, parenting stuff. Um, yeah, I also write for the Megadads at megadads.org. 
I believe. I always screw that up. You're so prolific. I know, I know. Just follow the follow the Megadads on uh on on Twitter, and you'll see something that I do will pop up there. Nice man. Well, I think that's it. you're always welcome back. I can't wait to have you back on because I think we talked about the moon flying off into space and fighter pilots and. I've got about 14 other questions that we probably could have got to, but you're, you're, man, you're, you're one of the first ones to come on the show. And I'm so glad that, that you're back tonight and got to have you, like all the rules are gone, man. All People come back like weeks after a time, like it doesn't even matter. So we're going to have to catch up sooner this next time than it's been since the last time that we chatted. Yeah. And Sean. Yeah. Take care of your shelf. Oh, good one. Oh, that's a good callback. <laughs> Here's the thing that you can always look forward to on We The Gamer Cast is when somebody comes on for the very very first time, you get an episode that's a lot like Lord Cognito's last week. Very, very deep, meaningful. We're looking for the connection. I'm like, tell me more about you, man. Tell, and I love that. That's like some of my favorite stuff. That's the whole reason the show really uh, took hold for me and, and kind of showed me what was possible with these conversations. And then you get an episode like this one where Johnny Casino and I explore um, all sorts of stuff, including like sound bites that we've captured of each other over the years that used to be we used to do a lot more than uh, maybe we should just there should be maybe there's an app for this uh i definitely do thing on my phone where i where i hear something on a, on a podcast that i'll record the screen but i still don't really have a way for that to become like a sound bite that i can then uh like put onto a sound board for example ribo if you're listening this is another technological idea that i think would be incredible just to just to take a sound bite from a podcast put it onto a soundboard kind of app thing so that i could totally take it out of context and and make it hilarious that's the best thing johnny casino thank you and also johnny thank you for your patience uh, we recorded that obviously on memorial day a couple of weeks ago um but after chatting with lord cognito uh after that i, I felt like mm, probably just want to put that up there uh it's 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 few and far between when we have anything that's kind of like current and not necessarily like and most of these conversations could air at any time and you could come back a lot of you guys kind of message me a couple weeks after these episodes air and say caught up i'm all caught up uh thank you uh that was a good episode blah 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 but um guys i'm, I'm appreciative whenever you get around to listening to it and i hope that this uh this conversation took you to a place man because <laughs> we went places if you like it um you could share it you could share it with a friend you could do a couple things you could rate on Apple Podcasts, just like Lord Cognito did. That would be incredible. Um, or you could support me and Bobby at patreon.com slash Capri, just like Ed Placencia did, just like Sony for Life did. Sony for Hey, Ray, I got it, man. I got the voice just for you. And for gold patrons and up, by the way, you get that voice. <laughs> and people are noticing the intro, um, which normally was only on, like, the Xbox Drive and Cup of Joe, but we brought it over here. I hope you guys enjoyed that, that little... Uh, that special little voice for the people who support us at an extra special level. Patreon.com slash Capri. Thank you, guys. Let's get to 50. Let's do this. Uh, please check out the Xbox Drive. Please check out Cup of Joe and Nintendo. I've got a couple of reviews coming out on those feeds. Um, but otherwise, this has been We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. I'm going to be back next week with Ed Placencia. He's my freaking best friend in the whole crappy world. I mean, not the crappy world. Oh, man, I can't fix this now. It's time for Jason. He's calling for Jason. Oh, man. Well, I, you think I've done this before. At least, well, Jason, come on and help me out here, man. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason!
Jason! Jason! Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!